0: kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com
1: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds
3: It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Tom Gola, Wayne Hightower, Joey Devine, Yubi White, Ted Luckinville, Howie Montgomery, Sean Keene Special Patreons, Patrick Disselhorst. Thank you, Patrick. Jack Keneally. Thank you, Jack. Musical guest, Bruce Hornsby and The Range. And now the temporary host of Groundball Rock, Joey Devine.
1: Hi, it's me joey devine your temporary host of round ball rock and we are back with a brand new episode of round ball rock why am i always so bad at that sean i Uh, I, you're the temporary (laughs) host uh that is yeah that is why i'm the temporary host that voice you're hearing is of course permanent co-host sean keen sean how are you doing
2: I'm good. I'm good. I watched some exciting NBA basketball tonight, and uh, the Warriors are back, baby. They, they really are. Maybe we I just to talk watched about that the later. first game, so I I just assume the Warriors are back.
1: <laughs> so, oh no! See, I assumed you were saying the Warriors that we know and love are back <laughs> after the five-year absence. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um you know the one that uh has a guy that they're paying a max contract to that no one is sure if he's good uh uh-huh. only two veterans and then is incredibly young but also somehow shallow at the same time
3: that's <laughs> no, a great it's just a good team
1: uh run like hell can't play defense um uh tim kawakami uh is tweeting uh Just general plus-minus stats for a player Uh he's decided he hated. It really felt like I woke back up in 2008.
2: Oh, it's great. Like, like a lot of weird second-round picks and ones from Europe. But also, people are sort of inexplicably hurt all the time Mm -hmm. suddenly. Uh Um, Oh, yeah. Just really skinny guards and small forwards.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Um, a lot of lot of fouling. <laughs> so much fouling. Um Yeah, the Warriors are truly back. I used to uh, say yeah. <laughs> that when the Warriors started winning, uh it I was always worried that I actually got hit by a bus uh-huh. and that I I was dead. But now I guess I was in a coma and I woke up this morning.
2: Yeah, and everything was just as you'd remembered yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um Should we talk about the news? Oh no, uh, let's do oh, one yeah. reader mail question. We got one reader mail, yeah. Alright. This is this is in fact it's the most pressing reader mail question we maybe have ever gotten. <laughs> um, so let's uh let's hear from some readers.
0: This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is
2: confusing for robots.
1: All right, Sean. This comes from our Patreon, Lou. He asks, or he says,
2: well, I assume so it's Lou Bega, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's Lou Bega. Yeah, a uh, little bit of Monica. In between a little bit of Monica and a little bit of. Catherine, Karen. I don't Karen. Yeah, uh, Lubega stopped, stopped by to ask. Jim Boylan actually installed a functioning punch clock that his players have to use to check in and out of the practice facility. What coaching cliche will he materialize next? Before we answer this question, Sean, a lot of great Boylan news this week. Do you want to yeah. run us through? Yeah. Uh, so there our was favorite a favorite <laughs> Uncle Fester turned night to like Bear Bryant. hybrid
2: (laughs) yeah um so so the athletic did i would say probably not an inspiring profile of jim boyland recently um so some of the stuff is very much focused on jim Boylan's over the top uh sort of like working class lunch pail background Mm -hmm. so first of all three days before the start of training camp uh the way they phrase this is boylan brought in another memory of his factory days he ordered a time clock to the right resting in two small adjacent gray placeholders are the players time cards so when guys come come through the doors they punch in now boylan said punching into work um also a a uh, this he, he players have to be in the business for in the building 45 minutes before practice starts and
1: practice is three hours long
2: practice is three hours long that was kind of happening last year too. Uh <laughs> coincidentally a lot of people got hurt. Um, uh, yeah practice is three hours long the cafeteria closes 30 minutes before practice starts so I guess you have like 15 minutes to eat but. You're really eating before... Pre- anyway, um, but also, supposedly, like, this is proof of his working-class background. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf's son, Michael Reinsdorf, offered him a luxury sedan, and Boylan was like, no, that's too fancy for me. Give me a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think of as a fancy car. Am I wrong about that? Like, isn't an Escalade, like... Yes.
1: I do think of it as a fancy car. Yes, I
2: think of it as something an NBA player would maybe drive. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yes, definitely. So, so he, on. yeah,
2: yeah. So he's literally having people punch a clock.
1: I think that uh, what's the what's the Chicago labor board called? Whatever. I the I labor mean... the labor board needs to uh investigate making your employees show up forty five minutes early. Right, that's weird. Like, like, are they punching in and are they getting paid for that 45 minutes? Right, right.
2: Like, what? this is what's going to happen is it's going to be really fun with those time cards. And then Jerry Reinsdorf realizes he's got to have, like, not only does Zach Levine have a near max salary, but he's been earning time and a half mm-hmm. every day at practice. So it, the cap implications are crazy <laughs> for this. Yeah, Um, I think they're going to definitely start serving the postgame meal in lunch pails for sure. Yeah, well,
1: then they install girders above the United Center that they have to sit on.
2: They have to sit above the court and eat them, just swinging their feet. Uh Um, Yeah, lunch pail guys clonking in. um,
1: I'll tell you what (laughs) coaching cliche I think is coming next. It's not a coaching cliche, though. Because this is, this motherfucker is a straight up middle manager. (laughs) This is not. This is not coaching behavior. This This isn't. This
2: isn't even like boss shit.
1: This is assistant manager at Blockbuster, shift leader at Blockbuster. Shit, you know what I mean? Uh huh. I'm gonna tell you what he's what he's installing next. What's up? He's gonna have the words. Got time to lean, time to you got time to clean, painted above the door, yeah, on on the uh uh before they enter the arena,
2: right, glass. right, like that, like that, play like a champion sign, yeah, but exactly. that's the one the players are supposed to slap on yeah, their way he, into yeah. the court,
1: and he doesn't mean clean the glass,
2: no, no, he's he's, he's...
1: they they will be buffing the court. In between uh, at stoppages in play.
2: Yeah, and I've also heard that um, for all game, all road games within the Central Division, they're going to travel on a city bus.
1: He's also not going to take any player out until they do their side work.
2: Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> which is like laying out towels and Gatorades yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which... Player on the team, do you think is responding to this the best? Chris Dunn. I think it's uh, Ryan Archie Oh,
1: of course, I didn't count him. He's like right. Boylan's son. He's like he's like Boylan's <laughs> son. Like, like.
2: <laughs> no, he's been legally adopted at yeah. this point. Tomas Sadoransky, too, is just going to be like, he is going to be the problem because of his European background. He's going to be like, well, normally we get a three-hour lunch. So, like, how how are we working this into the uh, siesta schedule and uh, the cigarette break, the mandatory cigarette break every 30 minutes? How does that work? All right, Sean. Oh, also, Lowry is probably like, don't we get, like, 200 vacation days a year? I'm from Scandinavia. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, Sean, it's your turn to answer what coaching cliche is he bringing up next?
2: Well, I thought, I thought he would be serving things on the lunch pail, but, uh, oh,
1: right. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But the other thing that I think, I think he's going to be really big on the giving 110% thing. Mm -hmm. And because of that, um, he's going to make players actually like do sprints for um 4.8 minutes after the game because they're supposed to be playing 110 percent so uh-huh. like the arena will clear and it's like why why aren't the bulls available for interviews yet and it's like well they have to run suicides for nearly five minutes for four minutes and uh 48 seconds
1: uh i think he's also gonna install uh I know the NBA has made it that players can all wear whatever shoes they want. Yeah, not not boiling though. No steel toe boots.
2: Steel toe boots. They got to be black.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely non slip. They have to be non slip. <laughs> um, the other thing I think he's gonna do, for sure, is he's installing that Flintstone whistle.
2: The oh, wi- oh, like a bur- like a literal bird.
1: No, no, oh. like the
2: work is done whistle. You the know steam. What I mean? Oh, oh, this, I thought you meant an animal doing a human job. But no, 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 the, no the, the, yeah, the big, the big, the, like... The, the work yeah, whistle, and the then you whistle. slide
1: down your brontosaurus on your way, then go yeah, home. Yeah. You know, that whistle. Yeah.
2: yeah. I thought that was maybe an animal that had been enslaved to do that I test, mean, probably. But, but you it might be right. Is, I can't really remember. It's yeah. just
1: what I think of when I think of that particular wh- work whistle, you know? Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Because I've never worked at a coal mine in the 1930s.
2: <laughs> um Do you think do you think he'd ever go for like additional uniforms beyond the uniforms that are already wearing? Oh,
1: yeah, oh for sure.
2: Oh, I know exactly. But,
1: actually, I know exactly what he's going to do. What's that? He's going to make them wear ties to history class that day.
2: Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh I also think that they're going to their warmups are going to change from like you know like Nike jackets and warm-up pants to just full on navy blue coveralls. Oh for sure. Yeah.
1: They're going to look like uh the men at work.
2: Mm-hmm. Um and then they're going to win 26 games.
1: <laughs> um All right, well that's reader mail for today.
2: Thanks Lou. Uh and thanks Jim Boylan.
1: Yeah, mainly thanks, Jim Boylan. I mean, we also appreciate you, Lou, obviously, but Jim Boylan has brought so much to my life. Um, mm. You know what else brings a lot to my life, Sean? What's that? Gambling. Oh, hell yeah. A little yeah. bit of an excitement in my life, and I especially love to gamble on basketball because pro and college ball are tipping off, and there's no better way to feel a part of the action than to have a stake in the game with mybookie.ag, Sean. I I agree. Yeah. The NBA is back in action, and it's time to turn your attention from carving pumpkins to the crazy year of basketball we have ahead of us. The offseason was especially eventful this year, and the league was thrown for a loop. You know what else has been thrown for a loop, Sean? What's that, My bank account. Whoa! Because I put... for, For... I, using our promo code roundrock, I put $100 in my mybookie.ag account, and they matched it and gave me $100 more to play with. It's like, uh, it's like having a pit boss on your phone.
2: It really is. A little bit of walking around money. We have been to Vegas. (laughs) That's how it works there. That's how it works on MyBookie.ag. Except,
1: you know what? With MyBookie.ag, you don't have, ever have to give money to Tillman Fertitta. Whoa. So hello. that's
2: a positive.
1: Yeah, we did
2: that. We, we also did. Well, no, we we won. we won. We did win. But, but like, yeah. You want to stay. Look, if you're not gambling at the Nugget, you're keeping money out of Tillman's pocket.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, But, so, Sean, I was looking at our NBA odds. Uh huh. Um, some you know a s- couple of little bets. We're gonna be talking about who we think will be up for the NBA championship this year. Uh-huh. But I figured I'd run b- run through those odds a little bit. How's that? Yeah, sound? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I love it. Your love
1: favorite, it. according to MyBookie.ag, the LA Clippers at plus three fifty. Bet a hundred dollars, win three hundred and fifty dollars. Not bad. Not a bad bet. Not at all, Sean. What about the L.A. Lakers? What do you think their odds are? Uh, uh,
2: slightly worse than the Clippers? Plus
1: 400, baby. Oh, nice. The Bucks plus 565. The Sixers, plus 630.
2: The I like Rockets. that value, Joey.
1: Yeah, it, it is good value. The Rockets, plus 600.
2: I hate that value, Joey. Sean,
1: you know who does not respect the Jazz? Uh,
2: The bookmakers? The
1: oddsmakers, because they're plus 1,300. Oh my God! It is not out of uh, the realm of possibility
2: that they win the NBA championship, right? I am, and that's not a terrible bet. Unfortunately, a dollar they made, win one hundred and
1: thirty dollars. Come on, man!
2: Mm-hmm. And then, then you can brag to everyone on Twitter that you but saw you it coming. them, yeah. Um, and I think you just win thirteen dollars, though, right? Oh,
1: sorry, thirteen dollars. Yeah. yeah, my bad. But it still, would be hundred and thirty. But oh. what about our beloved Golden State Warriors, Sean?
2: Oh, that's a great bet for sure. Plus um, twelve hundred.
1: How... Worse odds I mean uh worse odds than the Jazz and the Nuggets.
2: Hmm. Who do you think's gonna have a better chance at the NBA title this year, Joey? I'm saying the Jazz or the Nuggets.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah,
2: wow. Well.
1: Uh and look, we know we have got a lot of Portland Trailblazers fans in the audience.
2: Yeah, give us those odds. Plus
1: twenty seven hundred.
2: You know what? Once again, those big market bookmakers have disrespected the Portland Trailblazers. You know why? Because they're afraid of the sexual freedom and environmentalism of the Pacific Northwest.
1: So if you feel like you want to spend big money on your small market energy, bet big today at mybookie.ag using the code ROUNDROCK. Mm -hmm. And they'll match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. But you know what, Sean? We don't, I'm done talking about uh, uh, basketball. It's time to talk politics. Oh, we
2: there's political bets. Of
1: course, there's political bets. Uh-huh. There's a whole Donald Trump section, Sean. It can you bet on impeachment? You sure can. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It, uh, it's loading right now. All right, here we go, Sean. Your Donald Trump specials. Okay. Will Donald Trump be impeached before the 2020 elections? yes plus 175 no minus 250
2: hmm i think i would bet on impeachment joey i think
1: i would too uh will donald trump run for re-election in 2020 no plus 450 and yes minus 700
2: the the no is tempting joey it is
1: it is Alright, will Donald Trump be elected to a second term as POTUS? Uh huh. No, plus 160. Yes, minus 230. I gotta say that if that if <laughs> if that doesn't get your uh we should be taking it to the streets that the bookmakers <laughs> think uh the odds of him being president a second time are that huge.
2: Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. yeah. We need we need some kind of pod Save America gambling hybrid <laughs> podcast.
1: Alright, and finally, I love uh-huh. this bet, Sean. This is uh-huh. such a sick bet. Okay. Because the odds are crazy on this one. <laughs> Will Trump resign before the end of his first term, Sean? Whoa. Like no chance, right? <laughs> yeah, well, then you are with the mybookie.ag bookmakers because the no is minus nine thousand. <laughs> you have to bet nine thousand dollars to win a hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, the yes is plus twelve hundred.
2: Now look, the odds are good enough that I could see Trump resigning just to get like a bunch of people to bet on him <laughs> resigning and like collect that as his final payday.
1: Uh, that's our MyBookie ad read. Thank you, MyBookie. Thank you, listeners. Please help us out. Use that. Help yourself out. Help your wallet out <laughs> by using promo code ROUNDROCK to activate the offer. That's promo code ROUNDROCK, and they'll double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play. You win. You don't resign.
2: <laughs>
1: Should we go to the news? Yeah,
2: let's go to the news.
3: This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball
1: news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Run us through our first big story tonight. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not read this because I wanted to be surprised.
2: Okay. So, so Spin Magazine mm-hmm. did a Bob feature. Bob
1: Guccione Jr.
2: Bob Guccione Jr.'s baby. Um... Axl Rose was very mad at him. Um, Yeah, get in the ring, baby. (laughs) He said he was pissed off because his dad got more pussy than him. Mm -hmm. Because Bob Guccione uh, Sr. publishes Penthouse Mm -hmm. Magazine. Um, So, uh, Brett Slampson contributes to those forums a lot, actually. While we're talking
1: about Axl Rose, can I tell you a funny Axl Rose factoid I learned this week, actually? So, Axl Rose at one point wanted to fight Vince Neal from Motley Crue, or at least he told everyone he wanted to fight Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Uh because Vince Neal beat up Izzy Stratlin. Okay. You wanna know why Vince Neal beat up Izzy Stratlin? Uh because she... Izzy groped uh Vince Neal's wife. <laughs> um but yeah, that's, okay. yeah, it seems like uh maybe you'd get you'd punch Izzy Stradlin for that. Um uh-huh. but Axel Rose, uh, to defend the honor of his friend Izzy Stradlin, who he would later punch, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, his thing was like, nobody punches him but me. Um, started going around in the press constantly, talking about how he was going to beat the shit out of Vince Neil. Uh-huh. Uh, and Vince Neil, because Vince Neil uh, does fight people.
2: Yeah, he fight he fought people a lot, I <laughs> think. Yeah. was
1: like yeah i'll fight axl rose i'll do it right now and and then axl rose this is the this is what we're getting to sean axl uh-huh. rose did maybe the funniest thing i've ever heard he would send vince neal messages saying yeah we're gonna fight tonight meet me in the parking lot of the tower records on sunset tonight and then vince neal would show up and axl rose would never show up <laughs> So the, and he did this multiple times. One time he was like, we're fighting tonight at the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just send Vince Neal, who very much wanted to fight, uh-huh. all over Los Angeles waiting to fight Axl Rose in places that if Axl Rose and Vince Neal fought in the parking lot of the Tower Records on the Sunset Strip. Uh-huh like 8000 it would like stop traffic.
2: Well, and you know what else would stop traffic? Vince Neil drunk driving all over Los Angeles <laughs> trying to fight Axel Rose. <laughs> uh the Motley Crue book has an amazing story. Um well Vince not the Vince Neil book, the um the Nikki Sixx book, the uh, the Heroin Diaries. Oh, sure, sure. Something um and there's a great moment from Slash where Motley Crue was super disappointed when Guns N' Roses opened for them and they're like they're the they're like the other dirtbag band mm-hmm. and then they just have like all this coke out and be like come on we're going to party and the guys at Guns N' Roses were like real quiet cuz they didn't want to let them know that all of them were addicted to heroin mm-hmm. so they didn't like party as much as they just nodded out
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, and all the guys at Motley Crue were like
3: what the hell what's going
1: on we thought these guys were animals. You know what's weird about Nikki Six's book being called The Heroin Diaries? Uh-huh. Uh huh. A lot of basketball in it. Not that much heroin. Where The <laughs> Basketball Diaries, of course, has not that uh-huh. much basketball. Tons but of, heroin. of heroin. A lot of heroin, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Spin Magazine. So spin, Thank you spin, for the detour, yeah. listeners.
2: Yeah. Uh, So, Spin Magazine had a bunch of musicians to make NBA predictions. I'll be honest, I had not heard of some of these bands. Well, we're
1: going to go through that, I assume. We're going to
2: hit, yeah, we'll just hit the, so, but, absolute pantheon uh, NBA musician Bruce Hornsby let us off. All right, what did Bruce Hornsby say? Bruce Hornsby, Hornsby, of
1: course, you children will know him as the, uh, he plays the piano on Tupac's Changes.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, tours with the Grateful Dead, but has never been an official member. Mm-hmm. Um, Power move, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has two college basketball playing sons, I believe, too. Also, Bruce Horsby beat, is like 6'5". Beat yeah.
1: Alan Iverson at Horse. Most important thing
2: about yes, Bruce Yes, very important, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Bruce Hornsby, I'm going to give you a little more from Bruce Hornsby than from other people, because he talked about a bunch. Most of these bands focus on their favorite team. Bruce Hornsby, clearly a fan of the whole league. Uh, here's Bruce Hornsby's quote on the New York Knicks. Even Phil had a tough time. D'Antoni, Hornacek, etc. The revolving coaching door makes for an extremely unattractive destination for big-time game-changing free agents. And not even my man... The incredibly persuasive filmic icon Spike Lee has been able so far to lure the top echelon of killers to the vaunted venue on 34th street. But we hopefuls will look to RJ Barrett and Ignace Brasdakis. I just looked at the roster to channel the spirits of Mike Riordan and Dave the rave stalwart to turn this thing around. Unless we forget Hawthorne Wingo. Okay. So it's very. <laughs> And it it's very clear that Bruce Hornsby has been spending a lot of time with Bill Walton uh-huh. on tour with the Grateful Dead. Uh, then he talked about the Bulls, his par- an excerpt from his Bulls essay... Maybe it's time to give All Star Weekend perennial se- celebrity game titan Win Butler a 10 day contract, certain to fill the U with Arcade Fire faithful and turn it into a rolling mosh pit of foaming, frothing fandom, inspiring a heightened level of play.
1: That's what Boylan does, though.
2: Yeah. So I mean, but-
1: clearly, Bruce Hornsby does not watch the Bulls very much because uh, Jim Boylan has people way more likely to mosh than fucking Win Butler. <laughs>
2: Well, will they do that in weird old timey suits and and like vintage dresses? That's what Bruce wants. Uh, and also, he said that the Suns should sign uh, Elena Deladon, mm-hmm. which I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, then we have uh, Colin Malloy of the Decemberists. I should Mee-Loy say his. Oh, it's Meloy. Yeah. So let me say, it.
1: Colin Meloy
2: that's how you're supposed to pronounce uh-huh. his name right right uh, but before he... you say anything
1: i want to yes. say something about colin Meloy. yes do you know that colin Meloy wrote a book last year sean
2: was it about like the sea
1: i don't know but someone sent me the acknowledgments page and in uh-huh. that book he thanks robert Mueller for his bravery
2: Oh my god. So is he a Krasenstein?
1: Basically, I guess. He's yeah. a he's
2: a fan of the FBI. <laughs> Great, cool to get cool guy. Uh so he's he's clearly a fan because he picked the Blazers to return to the Western Conference Championship. Okay. Um he said he doesn't like Hassan Whiteside, but he did not compare the team to an old sailing ship that had a disaster. So that's
1: What's the point? Probably a
2: positive, right? But, yeah. Um, And I'm sure he said it in a really whiny, atonal way. Uh, That's my guess. of course. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm I'm not even going to – I didn't write down this guy's name. He's the drummer from Imagine Dragons. (laughs) And apparently the drummer for the Imagine Dragons is a diehard Atlanta Hawks fan. Hey,
1: that's cool.
2: No, he's actually a fan. He had, like, some roster analysis in this – but uh, he thought the Hawks would go 41 and 41, and he thought they would edge out uh, Detroit and Miami for the eight seed.
1: You know what? Not a bad not, not a bad prediction after watching them play tonight, man.
2: Yeah, and he believed in Trey Young and he just thought that that uh, Reddish and Hunter was a good young combo to put around the team. It's like, look, this guy knew what he was talking about. So, yeah,
1: his band sucks, but at least he's uh, good at predicting basketball.
2: Yeah. Um, Adam Duritz, I'm not going to make you rip the audio for this because it kind of sucks. It's boring. Uh, he it's had a video message. Boring.
1: Adam Duritz, look, Sean, not everyone who listens to our podcast is between the ages of thirty-six and thirty-nine, so we should explain who Adam Duritz is.
2: Adam Duritz is um the lead singer of Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. Who you are may like know third eye blind but sad. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a good description. Um some of you probably know him from doesn't he do a song on the Shrek soundtrack, too?
1: Probably.
2: These guys have, like, turned into – they're, like, a big touring band, I think. But they really just kind of have two albums. So it's, like, if the Grateful Dead – yeah. I'm not going to keep talking it. You know what? The Counting
1: Crows are, like, proto-train. Um. Yeah, that's a good
2: <laughs> – and Adam Duritz has, like, crazy dreadlocks that were revealed a couple years ago to be, uh, like, a weave the whole time. Um, at one point, Counting Crows were so hot in the mid '90s that Adam Duritz dated both Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. not simultaneously, Duritz, but Adam
1: Duritz looks like a man wearing a costume, and not like a Halloween costume. Like uh, he looks like he looks like a man in a comedy, uh, dressed in disguise.
2: He looks kind of like the thing Adam Brody, sorry, Adrian Brody is wearing when he does that really offensive intro of uh, Sean Paul on Saturday Night Live. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and he's like, he looks like he's pretending to be a reggae man. You know what? That I will play. Hold on.
3: (laughs) Come on, Jamaica, man, you know, you know, Rastafari, you know, you got the old family in the house, you know. You know, we got, we got Sean Peter, you know, got Sean Paul, You got Sean Mary.
1: All right, Sean.
2: Yeah, so he's like, Adam Duritz is famously like a Cal sports super fan, which is really sad now. Mm-hmm. It was cool when Marshawn Lynch and Aaron Rodgers are there. Okay, this is Pretty too impressive. much on Duritz. We gotta yeah, yeah. keep going. Anyway, Duritz, <laughs> Duritz just said, they do a video, Duritz says he thinks the Warriors are gonna win it all again, then they pan over to Steve Kerr, who says no comment. Mm-hmm. America's funniest NBA coach, and yeah. it's not going to get tedious at all this season. Mm. Um, two two guys talked about the Bulls. Uh, one guy, Jack Dolan from Twin Peaks, don't know what that is. He says the Bulls will win forty games. Uh Mike Kinsella from the band American Football says Do they'll know win. What
1: 18- that is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they'll win they'll win eighteen games. Uh this is a very good quote from Mike Kinsella. Everyone my age is grandfathered into being a Bulls fan because of the nineties, but these days there really isn't a reason to be. Even the coach they got, the first couple of weeks after he was hired, all the players already hated him. It's ugly. Wow.
1: Yeah. Emo- Emo man, American f- football taking shots at bor- boiling. God, I
2: can't. Yeah. I
1: couldn't speak. I was so shocked.
2: Yeah, I gotta say, he the the time clock bothered me a little bit, but then emo man <laughs> right, that really made me start doubting the bulls. Um, <laughs> Uh no, okay, other guys that are definitely real basketball fans, the guys from Junior Jr., which is what the band Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. is now known as. Wait, why? Why did they drop the Dale Earnhardt? Yeah. I don't know because I it was a
1: terrible I, name anyway.
2: But Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. likes their band yeah. too. So I don't know what I think they just got sick of like explaining it.
1: But now the band Jur Jur their band is Jur Jur. That is the name yeah. of their band.
2: Yeah. It's Jur Jur, not Junior Junior.
1: I'm just saying Whatever. if you're reading it.
2: Yeah, I was confused and then
1: <laughs> Anyway, uh, keep
2: going. Look, band names are only getting worse, Joey. Um he's one of the guys said, okay, so these two guys both were talking about the Detroit Pistons. Uh, one of them said, Derek Rose, Saku, Dumboya, Marky Morris, and Tony Snell are decent enough being as handcuffed as we were. We still don't have a true starting shooting guard, or small forward, or point guard for that matter, so I'm not sure we can do much better than 41 and 41 like last year. I think it's reasonable that we can win one more game than last year and be 42 and 40. Maybe we're all going to realize we miss Ish Smith, though. Uh-huh. And this is how being a Pistons fan goes. He's right. Yeah.
1: He's right because that happened three minutes into today's game. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Yeah. But uh, Reggie Jackson got booed by the fans in the well, first quarter.
2: Yeah, he he goes on to explain, this is how being a Pistons fan goes. You hate saying goodbye to almost every player, even backup point guards. That's what it's come to. Wow. I mean, I, mean, I didn't think that would accompany a 42 and 40 prediction. <laughs> um joey do you know the band whitney nope well julian Ehrlich from whitney says the blazers are winning 49 games uh Uh okay this is i think the guy who might have the best basketball take uh dave hartley from the war on drugs do you like the war on drugs joey Uh, i do like the war on drugs i I prefer kurt vile but yes i like them both uh Dave Hartley says, for the record, I feel like the looming storm clouds of global warming are another reason so many GMs were willing to go all in and trade a zillion far future draft picks for a star. These GMs are lords of statistical projection and let's just say statistical projections of what the world is going to look like in 10 years when climate change really starts to get rolling aren't exactly rosy. So fuck it. Why not trade an unprotected 2026 first round pick?
1: Holy shit.
2: What a take. Five points. Five point take, Dave Hartley. I'm going
1: to say right now, um, I would like Spin Magazine, make this happen, in conversation, Dave Hartley and Kyrie
2: Irving. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> look, man, it's... Steve Ballmer seems like he, in particular, could actually move the needle on how much global warming happens that that makes me most nervous like <laughs> like Tillman and Daryl Morey whatever they're they're just <laughs> like those guys just don't they're nihilists. but Balmer that's a guy who's like in the illuminati and he's like we don't need these first round picks mhm just win now uh he ultimately picks um Oh, he's a Sixers fan. Uh-huh. He ultimately picks them to win 55 games and uh, beat the Bucks in a hard fought seven game conference finals. He does not pick them to win the NBA title, however. Um, I'm going to skip a couple of these guys because I don't know Shabazz Palaces or bad, <laughs> bad wolves. I assume they're from Montreal because they have wolf in their title. Doc Coyle from bad wolves is very, very positive about the Knicks, and after raving about them, he's like 31 and 51. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Adam Levin, the drummer from X Ambassadors, do you know that band? Nope. Nope, I don't either. Uh, He says... I 100% think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs in the finals. I think we'll win it all. We'll win at least 65 games in the process, but who knows? I'm very confident, but who knows what the rest of the league has in store since the talent is more spread than it has ever been. Sean, Uh, what if it turned out
1: that Lakers Paladin was the drummer for ex-ambassadors?
2: It's possible. It's a
1: Paladin-ass answer, right?
2: Well, he gives an even more Paladin-ass he doesn't
1: talk about – Sorry, he doesn't talk about poisonous Palenka.
2: No, but he does say. It's not (laughs) Lakers
1: Paladin. For those of you listening, if you're on Twitter, follow at Lakers Paladin. Uh Uh, It's the best account on Twitter. We don't know who he is. People keep assuming it's a bit, and I don't think Uh this guy is a bit. He listens to the show.
2: He does listen to the show, he's called into the show.
1: Yeah. Uh he called into using you... a voice changer. The only time a <laughs> voice changer has never been applied by me on the show. Yeah. And I've also, applied several of them.
2: He thinks Kurt Rambis is stalking him. Today he tweeted, Every time Lou Williams steps onto the court, he knows he's had more sex than anyone in the building. You really can't put a price on that kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. Love Well, this tweet Calvin. really blew up, Joey. <laughs> No one had retweeted it uh, two hours ago, and now it has 323 likes. Oh, hell yeah! Wow, I think the this is probably well, congratulations to the paladin. <laughs> uh, anyway, this guy this guy says he thinks AD is going to be the face of the team, and then he says there's no middle ground in LA. If it doesn't go well, he's gone next year. If it does go well, he's here forever. Um, do you know the band Fiddler, Joey? I do. It's all, all capital I do know letters. Fiddler. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Schwartzel, Schwartzel
3: mm-hmm, from
2: sure. Uh he's a Lakers fan. He thinks they go 56-26, and 26, NBA championship in five games, thinking against Philly, LeBron MVP, AD defensive player of the year. Okay,
1: that guy's never watched basketball in his entire no, life.
2: He is, he's not really a fan. Uh, <laughs> so the,
1: was, are you sure that's not Lakers sign guy? Is that he could be Fidler? Lakers sign guy.
2: <laughs> I don't know. We, we should have him on the pod, Joey. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um. Okay, Steve Sladowski from a band Pup. P-P. I know Pup. Pup's good. You like pup? pup? I think I, I think I would like Pup. Um. He had a, actually a very nice uh, basketball feelings es- essay about being a Raptors fan and like the amazingness of the championship. And then uh, he's definitely a basketball fan. He picks the Raptors in the high 40s for wins. Says it'll be the third through fifth scene and it's seed. And at one point in his answer, he refers to something as a Zach Lowe-ism, mm. which was basically just that the Raptors don't really have any bad players. I don't know; I couldn't tell which part was a Zach Lowe-ism, but well, come was, on, man, that guy's talking about drinking one beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I'm I'm gonna have one beer to celebrate their first he round. He was there. like,
1: "What's a movie? I've oh. never heard of this thing."
2: He's like, yeah, in Croatia, they have an expression that is ignore your baby and wife to watch tapes of Bulls games.
1: Yeah, he was like, here's a Zach Lowe, uh Here's a Zach in some. What is Old Town Road? I've never heard of such a song. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, should be a bet on my bookie dot a G promo code round but rock. Uh, what is the first pop culture thing? uh Of the this season, he's exactly Sacklo. going to pretend not to
2: have not to know of. anything about. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. And finally, do you know Alex Cameron and Justin Juice Nielsen? No. They're Celtics fans, so fuck oh, them. Oh, yeah. We won't even give them their answer. <laughs> so that's our that's our Slam Magazine roundup. Congratulations, Slam! And again, no, uh, not Slam. S- Spin, what's what the matter with me? This, this uh, was
1: not cool enough for Slam to have done. This is but, the most uh, spin shit ever. Like not yeah. spin used to be cool. You know, not but yeah. Alright, keep going, Sean.
2: But uh Dave Hartley from War on Drugs go on round ball. That yeah. was the last one. That was oh last yeah,
1: one. we'll have any of these people on round ball. Anyone if any of these people, if you're listening, come on round ball. Alright, yeah. um Sean Jimmy uh-huh. Butler. Missed the opener to be at a child's
2: birth. <laughs> I was very confused by this at first. And then um, it seems like it was almost certainly his own child. Uh-huh. But no one was. No one's the the woman. It's an I believe she uh, maybe does some modeling on Instagram. OK, I uh, did a little look. You get into kind of like. I feel like the, the NBA dark web like begins at black sports online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where there's like there is a lot of good information, but sometimes you're like, I don't know where they got this from. Like, should I be looking <laughs> at this? Um, now, granted, I've met one black sports online correspondent. She was very nice. And she got to watch uh, Terrence Williams have a meltdown at the Big Three Draft. Yeah, no, um, we are a
1: pro Black Sports Online website. Absolutely. Robert Littall, go
2: on round ball. Yeah, Robert um,
1: Littall, go on round ball for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the, because it was, but the, it's, yeah. <laughs> where because did have that not, phrasing come from? It's, did the, it, is that what the Heat released?
2: I believe that Jimmy Butler has not acknowledged his own paternity. Yet, and I think that was weirdly the choice they made to just say at a child's birth and like open the door for Jimmy. But, um, anyway, congratulations, Jimmy Butler, on becoming a father it, or, not, or not. It
1: might not be, or not, no, congratulations or, on delivering a baby,
2: yeah, or <laughs> somehow missing the season opener to watch the birth of a child that might not be hit like would it be
3: the weirdest thing that jimmy butler has done no
1: not at all it would make total sense he was like oh i was just at the hospital four hours early and then the birth of a child started and i was like i gotta coach this woman through
2: this he was actually just yeah he was just in uh like the waiting room in scrubs doing crunches Uh and eventually they were like do you want to just watch. Help out. Watch this, because you're making everybody else waiting uncomfortable.
1: Um. All right. Our next story. Sean DeAndre Ayton got a 25 game suspension for mm-hmm. testing positive for a diuretic.
2: Yeah. Um, that. By the way, that is high for a PED suspension in the NBA. It's not like baseball where it's like. 25, 50, and then you're banned for life, but, or no, whatever But the
1: diuretic is. one is always 25 games, I think, isn't it?
2: I just read that this was... No, maybe it is. Because I is. saw
1: a list of the diuretic guys. It's, uh, this is what Hedu got caught with. This is what, uh, Nick Kalithis got caught doing. Uh, um, and then there were two well, because, other people.
2: And it's because it's, it's, all that stuff is like steroids. It's just steroid mask,
1: mask steroids, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um he claims he uh, he may have been now now the thing about steroids that i've learned in the last couple of years is that often it is it is actually more of a weight loss thing than like a bulking up thing mm-hmm. like that's why timbaland was on was on steroids sure. wasn't mary j blige also on steroids probably
1: she had yeah. huge arms
2: yeah um, <laughs> Timbaland being on steroids is my, one of my favorite music stories. who
1: um, never on steroids. Never,
2: never. He would, he would never too much integrity. Um, Jandra Aiden, Joe, you're not going to believe this. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he took that supplement by mistake. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. A lot, it happens a lot to these athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, the players association is planning to appeal to get a reduction and, uh, you know actually NBA analyst Black Trey reported earlier that he had trimmed down a lot of baby fat this summer mm-hmm. so that would that would fit in with the weight loss story uh and tonight after the game Charles Barkley said that they tested Aiden because Phoenix actually won a game
1: a lot of those. people were making that joke and it's a really good joke and also I think it might be true
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like those tests are not random <laughs> but it's po- I think I think uh I believe um, that Aiden knew this suspension was coming, but the Suns did not necessarily mm-hmm. know is what I,
1: I don't know. Cool. So he uh, he got to the uh, he got to the report card in the mail before his mom checked it.
3: That's yeah. what I think. happened. Yeah. Yes,
2: <laughs> because the timing is very weird um, because it's because we're two days into the season. It don't you know what I mean? Anyway, I do. Um, uh, yeah.
1: All right. There's one more story we need to do. Pick, okay. well, pick it, Sean. Oh
2: yeah. We'll yeah, we we're actually doing, which
1: one do you yeah. want to talk about the most?
2: Uh, let's talk about the All Star Game because the other stuff is not. Sure. Yeah. Um. So they they announced that the 2023 All Star Game is going to Salt Lake City. They've the All Star Game has finally respected the Jazz again. Who uh, was there again 30 years ago? Um. Granted, there were not 30 NBA teams, so a couple teams did get second All-Star game. Uh, on that anniversary, Carl and John Stockton uh, shared the MVP in an overtime win for the West because they shared everything, uh, including their wives, I believe, right? That's, that's what happened. <laughs> um, the weird thing is just looking at where the next All-Star games are going to be. Uh, this year, it's in Chicago. The year after that, it's in Indianapolis, Um, I may be misreading the city of Indianapolis, but, um, it seemed wretched when I was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then 2022 it's in Cleveland. So what a string of like not fun cities, I would Mm -hmm. think also cities that seem like they would be very cold in February.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, there's no booze in
2: Utah, barely, right? Yeah, you have to join like a social club. So the last time I was in Salt Lake City, it seemed like they had had... It's very pretty there. Don't get me wrong. Um, But uh, they seem to have had like kind of an uptick of like foodie places. So I was there pretty briefly, but I went to a brew pub but I had to like sign a book mm-hmm. and I might have joined the Mormon church. I don't know. Oh, well, that's cool. But it was it was so pleasant, you know? It's a nice place. But yeah, it does not seem like a party location. Well. And maybe that's it. Maybe we're just cutting down on bad behavior. Maybe and, Adam there...
1: Silver will be driving to state the State Line all the, uh, all weekend to go grab <laughs> so grab tight. more Twelvers.
2: Oh, my God. It would be so great if people ended up uh, partying in like Wendover, Nevada. (laughs) Have you ever been to the have you been to Salt Lake City, Joey? No, there's an amazing it's not in Salt Lake City. It's a ways out on uh, 80. But there's a there's a salt palace, which is like built on the shore of the Great Salt Lake. And uh, you're never going to believe this. It's really been destroyed by salt water. Who would have guessed? <laughs> uh,
1: I do believe that. Um. All right. Should we go yeah. to uh, this? Is our prediction? Let's go to prediction. Yeah, yeah. uh, let's blow through these. Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We don't have to go through the odds, but um. I don't even. Do you want to go through? Yeah. Let's just let's just go through the over unders we picked just for posterity. Or I'm should we looking at them and ahead.
1: I already regret all of mine.
2: Yeah, right? I know. I'm. I'm also. <laughs> I didn't realize. So just just to summarize these i went under on 20 teams Uh so that's not good joey went over on 19 Uh teams so pick the middle i'm a hater i am really a hater (laughs) uh and we we agreed 17 times Mm -hmm. which that seems about right um yeah i would just
1: bet the ones we agree on
2: yeah let's let's blow yeah uh should we even go through... The, no. Don't does, does,
1: would they listen to this already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we, just we, do our predictions. We have it for posterity. Let's yeah. do our predictions. Okay. Um, Let's start with the worst awards and move Yeah, up. yeah. Okay,
2: great, 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 great.
1: All right, Sean. Who do you think is going to be rookie of the year this year?
2: You know, I was pretty confident about Zion.
1: Yeah. So but, were the uh, odds makers at minus 130.
2: Yeah, and... Um, I think he's gonna miss too much time now. Mm-hmm. um, and so, God, I'm trying to think I guess I would just go with jaw like like he seems like the other guy that I think will probably be the best, but if you're looking for like some value with your bets, you scroll down and you get p j. Washington at one hundred to one
3: mm-hmm.
2: that guy. Is going to put up numbers this year. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell no you, will, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who
1: the real rookie of the year is going to be, though. Are you ready? Yeah. Give me, give me Tyler Hero to win rookie
2: of the year. Ooh, that's tight. Okay, and he's at forty to one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think if I was straight up predicting, I'd still go with Jaw, but uh, and I was actually like felt, I don't know, man. But yeah, I would uh Hero Hero and uh, Washington are like the bets, I think.
1: Yeah. But I, I think Hero's really going to win it. He's been really hot to start the preseason already where people have talked a lot about him. Uh, and I watched him last night and he looked pretty good.
2: Well, he's a good shooter and yeah. he's going to get a lot of playing time, it seems like. Yeah. On a team that's on TV a lot. And look, if. As long as he doesn't start playing video games in front of Jimmy Butler, he's going to be fine.
1: Um. All right, Sean. Finally. I mean, not finally. Our next award, the most improved player of the year. Let this me tell is... you right now. You know who the leader in the clubhouse odds-wise is on this? This is some fucking bullshit.
2: Uh, it's Jason why? Tatum. That's just like... It's such a weird award, too, but... <laughs> I mean, you should just pick who you think is the best from the, the 2016 year. or yeah. 2017 draft, because that's usually what it is. Um, give me John Collins. I think. Interesting. I think he's going to. Well, I just think he's going to put up huge numbers mm-hmm. this year. And Tatum is going to be like divisive. The Boston media might decide they're going to tear him down. You know, the the barrel's empty. Kyrie was in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Someone's going in that barrel. It might as well be Jason Tatum.
1: Uh, this one's an easy one. Uh, this is another 40 to 1 odds,
2: too. But I, uh-huh. this guy's winning it,
1: dude. It's Markel Fultz.
2: Oh, uh, I mean, if he does, like, anything.
1: He already did something. I know, but Game he's... one. 50% from the floor, baby. Player
2: of the game for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I I want to believe this. But, mm-hmm. you know.
1: But I also what, I also what a good already story. predicted what a good Zach story. Collins too.
2: Uh, uh, so I also to I I actually predicted Zach Collins in well, not in print, but on the internet. What are the Zach Collins odds? I don't even 50 see 50 to 1. 50 to 1. I like Zach Collins too, but I just realized John <laughs> Collins uh is gonna put up more numbers than Zach Collins this year. And for most improved player, you don't really necessarily have to be on a good team. No, you that definitely not This is a numbers and buckets award.
1: Um, all right, sixth man of the year, Sean. Uh,
2: I, I'm gonna keep predicting Lou Williams until something else happens, but there's no value in betting him. Um, these odds are very weird, Joey. Um, uh, but I. Th-
1: I think it's I think there's an obvious guy though. And it's actually not Lou Williams, but he plays on the same team. You think
2: it's Williams. you think it's Harrell?
1: I think Montrez Harrell. 9 to just, 1.
2: No, it's no, he's the he is the value bet for sure. But I think I still think Lou is probably going to win it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, no. Harrell Harold Harold should not be um I don't think Lou Williams is six times more likely to win it than Montrose Harrell, which is what you'd be betting on here. Oh, you know, uh, I
1: forgot. You know who other, another good, most improved player bet is actually? Is Lonzo. The narrative favors Lonzo. Uh,
2: yeah, he could do it. And he's 25 to one.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Defensive player of the year, Sean.
2: Oh, can I tell you a weird one that's sure. on that list, though?
1: Yeah, yeah. Jonas,
2: Jonas, no, most improved. Oh. Jonas yeah. Valanciunas. That's weird. He's just been in the league for quite some time now.
1: Yeah, but he's going to put up numbers.
2: He is. Eh, yeah, I mean, he'll put up numbers, so. He is going to put up huge numbers this year.
1: Um. All right, Sean. Defensive player of the year. Who's it going to be?
2: Defensive player of the year. Um.
1: Rudy Gobert is leading at plus 145.
2: Oh, give me Embiid, baby. Eight Embiid and a half at to one. Fifty. Yeah, that's Very the good. one I want. I mean, like Gobert, I could see it happening. I just think that what's going to happen with Utah this year is uh, the team will probably be better, but I think the defense is going to be a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. So, and that that'll be like enough to crack the door. I think I think Philly has a really good chance at being the best, the number one defense in the league, mm-hmm. and and Definitely. Then it's, yeah, so. That yeah, and I think that's good value for Embiid. Uh also Kawhi could definitely win at sixteen to one.
1: Yeah, I actually like Giannis at th- uh, it's a the odds are whatever, but I think Giannis is gonna win it. Yeah, so, um I don't I just like think, any I just, of these choices, frankly.
2: <laughs> um it's weird that uh Brooke Lopez is so high. It is yeah, Brooke
1: Lopez they're... at uh fifty to one.
2: With Embiid, I feel like this is like picking your MVP candidate as the team you think is going to be the first. Anyway, yeah. All right. Where... Coach Coach of the the Year. Yeah.
1: Coach of the Year, Sean. This one always goes to someone weird. Like, last year it went to Coach Bud, but Uh anyone could have won it last year.
2: Dwayne Casey won the year before. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just, go ahead. I'm
1: taking Mike Malone.
2: Yeah, that was that was last be my year's pick. when he
1: should have won it, but they gave it to Bud instead, so he'll well, get it this year.
2: I think they have a great chance to to have the best record in the West. Yeah, uh, I don't think Doc Rivers is going to win because people are going to just say you just got you added Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, mm-hmm. whereas. The Nuggets basically stood pat, and uh, God, who else would I even bet on here? I would bet Gentry's a good bet. Gentry's a good bet. I think Brett Brown. I, I I mean, the problem is you'd have to look at Brett Brown. And have you? Did you see Coach Bud's new beard, Joey? I did. Um, That made me think he has zero chance. I I I tweeted
1: that Coach uh, Bud has extreme I saw a ghost energy this year. (laughs) Uh, And I didn't have room in the tweet to explain that, but when I say he has I saw a ghost energy, I mean, like, he got up in the middle of the night in a giant uh, shirt with one of those hats, you know, with one of those sleeping hats, and he was Uh holding a candle, and a ghost kept blowing out the candle. That is what coach bud looks like this year yeah
2: now the ones i would the ones i would most want to bet in this group uh it's one's 50 to one one's 45 to one rick carlisle and nick nurse (laughs) just because like i could see the raptors getting the three seed and they're just being like a, a like amazing amazing that he got this team back without Kawhi. And Carlisle, it's just like if he makes the playoffs, he could win Coach of the Year.
1: Well, Clifford is the same way. Like if the Magic are the three seed in right. the right.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just don't think that's gonna happen. I but, know. Yeah. Um all right. Boylan seventy to one. <laughs> all Taylor right. Jenkins actually an NBA coach, hundred to one. Uh all right, Sean.
1: Your your number one award. Who's winning MVP this year?
2: Um, you know, I, I really thought Anthony Davis before the season and he is, he is seven to one. Um, but I, I actually, I'm kind of leaning to Kawhi.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause you've seen Kawhi play two games and you've only seen everyone else play one game.
2: I mean, kind of, I just, I just looking back on it. I just think that LeBron and AD will s- split vote. Like, like they're third and fourth in the odds, and that that should be a stay away mm-hmm. from a betting perspective. Um, look, I think Anthony Davis is a fine choice, but I think Kawhi I would bet just because he's nine to one.
1: Um, I like two guys for this awards uh, award. They both play the same position. They both have the same odds.
3: Oh, and that I guess so.
1: Yeah, uh, Joel Embiid and Nikola Nikola Jokic. Ah,
2: oh, some 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 beefy boys. I
1: think those are going to be your two number one seeds. Uh, yeah, I could say uh, that. Oh wait, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's why I picked Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year because I don't think they'll go MVP defensive. So I'm taking Embiid.
2: Isn't there, like, one person ever that's done that, and it's Michael Jordan? Yeah, and
1: it was Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon did not even do it, I don't think. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, but I also like Jokic a lot for this award, because, again, I think the Nuggets are going to win a lot of games.
2: Um. But he's he's 60 pounds overweight, Joey.
1: (laughs) Well, he's still... That's what David Thorpe said. He still won that game. Um... All right, Sean. Pick your 8 finals team your 8 playoff teams.
2: Okay. Um I feel like I did Okay, so should we do East first or West first?
1: Um East.
2: Okay. Uh Milwaukee, Philly, Toronto, um Sorry, Milwaukee, Philly, Toronto, Boston and then I like Jesus. Why can't I remember any basketball teams right now? Um
1: I mean, there is a list in front of I me. I got
2: to, you know, there is a list in front of me.
1: Yeah. Uh, in our over. Oh, right,
2: right, right. I should look yeah. at that's good. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's good <laughs> to pick the ones that I, can I be consistent? Uh, I'm picking the Miami heat as one of the eight. Um, that's five teams. Uh, The Nets is six, Heat, Nets. I wish I had sorted these by conference right now, (laughs) Joey. Okay, Celtics, Nets, Heat,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Magic, Sixers, Mm -hmm. Raptors. I'm still at six. What is the matter with me? (laughs) Okay, Mo- okay, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston. It's just not organized well. Okay. Okay, Milwaukee, Philly, Toronto. Those are my top three. Boston, Brooklyn. That gets you to five. Orlando is six. Miami is seven. Mm-hmm. And then... You know what? Give me the damn Hawks as my eighth seed. I'm sticking with... That musician, who I've already forgotten, and I am picking the Pistons and the Pacers to drop out of the playoffs mm-hmm. and be replaced by the Heat and the Hawks. Okay, that's 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 what I'm landing on.
1: All right, Sixers one seed,
2: Bucks two mm-hmm.
1: seed, Orlando Magic three, seed. no Toronto Raptors three seed. Yeah. Orlando Magic 4.
2: Yeah, I already regret my underpick for the Magic. <laughs> I just thought I just thought they would revert back, but then watching them play, I was just like, I don't want to root for an under with this team. <laughs> like I want to get on the false train, baby.
1: Um okay, wait, where was I? Five.
2: You've got to four. You have four teams. Oh,
1: yeah, said. so I'm on I'm at five. Um. Yeah. This is where it gets really hard. In this. well, you pick
2: you pick the Pacers to go over forty six and
1: a half. Yeah, minutes. yeah. Uh, pacers five. Uh
2: huh.
3: Heat.
1: Okay. Yeah. Heat six. Uh huh. Um. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Celtics five. Pacers okay. six. Heat seven. Uh And then give me... Who do I think is going to be the eighth
2: seed? You know what?
1: Fuck it. Give me the Chicago Bulls as the eighth seed.
2: Oh. Okay, so you're saying the Pistons drop out, and who else is dropping out of the playoffs for you? Um, The
1: Nets? The Nets, yeah. Okay. I just don't trust that Kyrie's going to be healthy all year. I mean, I did take the over on the Nets. hmm What am I talking about? Yeah, give me the Nets over the fucking Bulls.
2: It's not going to happen for the Bulls. I <laughs> had almost talked myself into it, and then it was like, they're still, they're still run by the same people. <laughs> Look, they, 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 they filled out the bench well this offseason, but it's, it's still the same franchise. It's still the same guys. There's no reason to believe in Jim Boylan. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's there. He gives us a lot, <laughs> but like that time clock, that time card shit. No, okay. thank you.
0: <laughs> I just, like a guy I,
2: who's I, trying I, to pretend he's hard scrabble constantly. Get out. The thing is, is I like this isn't the players. NFL, baby. I do, but it's like a they had 22 win team last year. <laughs>
1: But they added Saturansky, right? Uh-huh. I like Saturansky. Yeah, it's yeah, another the- year of Wendell.
2: It's another uh-huh. year of Lowry. You know what? I think they're <laughs> going to be ten to twelve games better, which still makes them the eleventh best team. It's just, I mean, and, and that first—I'm not being swayed by the first game of the season. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I just. I just got so excited about Thad Young and Saturansky that I didn't look at the other underlying factors, which are just like Zach Levine's really fun to watch, but I've rooted for a team that had Monte Ellis before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm rooting for a team that has a Monte Ellis again. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm picking there. But I, I, I I'm going to pick the Hawks to be a wild card and it's definitely unfair to predict them above the Pacers, but I just want to make it very clear that I don't believe in the Pacers at all. (laughs) And the Pistons like, God bless them. But it it just (laughs) like, it's a bummer.
1: Yeah. I mean, Blake is already out.
2: Yeah. And he's just, that, that was my, my whole anti-Pistons thing was, Betting on Blake Griffin missing 25 to 30 mm-hmm. games. and He is well on his way. And and again, I'm not rooting for that. It's just he's had like nine surgeries on one leg.
1: All right, Sean, the Western Conference. Oh, who's winning the East?
2: Oh, um, boy, I really I was impressed by Philly. I'm still sticking with Milwaukee, though, just because I picked him already. I get it. And I, I like him
0: you know i'm it's, taking the sixers now i yeah. think
1: i i was not prepared when i was talking about how weird the sixers were for just how good ben simmons is i kind of for, I, i'm admitted admittedly as someone who's always liked ben simmons uh-huh. i sort of let shoot a three coward poison my brain a little bit. And then I watched him play basketball and I was like, oh yeah, this guy could honestly win MVP actually.
2: <laughs> well, and and I was just thinking about how, how into their like monster lineup they used to play last year before mm-hmm. all the trades happened. And it's like, oh, this is a better ver like Al Horford is a, is a really high quality monster to put in this monster defense. Just like, you know, Ben Simmons guarding point guard seems terrifying. But I still, I still, I'm just, you know, I already picked the Bucs. I think it's, I think it's very close between those teams, too.
1: All right, Sean. Do you want you, I went first with the West. Do you want me to, I mean, with the East. Do you want me to go first with the West?
2: Uh, Yeah, you lead this time.
1: Okay. Um. Denver first.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Houston second. Look, okay. I didn't like how they looked tonight, but I still just think they're going to win a lot of dumb games.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Clippers. Oh, wait, what am I doing? Clippers second. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Houston third. Lakers four. Uh-huh. This is where it gets hard. Um.
2: It does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say San Antonio five. Right? I said Uh Lakers four.
2: You have Lake. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. San Antonio five.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Portland six. Uh Uh-huh. Golden state seven.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Wait, what am I doing? I forgot about Utah. The jazz. Sorry. The jazz are above the Spurs. So sorry. My bad. Denver, Clippers, uh-huh. Lakers, uh-huh. Houston, uh-huh. four, Utah, five, okay. San Antonio, six, Portland, seven. No, Golden State, seven, Portland, eight.
2: All right. I'm going uh, Denver, one, Clippers, two, Houston, three. Utah four Lakers five. I don't really feel like I'm disrespecting the Lakers. I just think, I just think they're going to like rest Davis and LeBron enough. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't really, if they're not the one seed, who cares? You know what I mean? My
1: thing with this conference is it's like pick any five for the top five and then any five for the bottom three.
2: (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Um, Okay, so I got to the Lakers at five. Yeah, I like. I think I. I think I like. Um, hold on. So I have three more spots to yeah. fill. Um, I'm going against what I actually predicted in the over unders, Joey.
1: Is it because you've watched the Golden State Warriors play basketball now?
2: Now I'm still I'm still having the war. I'm I'm going to go uh Spurs Warriors This seems stupid but Mavs
1: Wow Portland out of the playoffs huh
2: I just I hate their offseason moves so much mm-hmm. and I think Whiteside is like if there's like any player that can ruin the great vibes and the chemistry and the stotts Dame CJ thing Mhm Also, it's boring if we pick the same thing. Fair point. So so Pacers, Blazers, those are the fans that should be mad at me. Because these are not not super defensible choices. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna go Pelicans instead of Mags. No, no, no. I'm not gonna go Pelicans. I actually the other I actually like I think the Timberwolves are gonna finish ahead of the Pelicans, actually. I love the Pelicans like going forward. But uh I gotta say the way Elvin Gentry was playing thirteen guys makes me think that he's like that the team's like, relax. We mm-hmm. got we got plenty of time with these guys. Yeah, I get you know, Blazers nine, Wolves ten, Pelicans eleven.
1: Mm, showing off a little, doing the Alright, and who wins the West?
2: Uh, the Clippers.
1: I also think the Clippers are gonna win. I I think... don't see how
2: anyone beats him in the playoffs. Yeah. So, and
1: I also think the Clippers are winning the NBA championship.
2: I I think it I think it might be like a five gamer now. Did I set it up? I do think um, if I had to pick a conference finals right now, it would be Clippers Lakers though. Mm-hmm. Because I just I think the Lakers are very good. I just don't think they have the personnel or necessarily the will to like overachieve in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But uh like I think I think the Nuggets are probably not very well prepared to play them in the second round. Right. And the way I predicted it uh I have the Warriors getting swept horribly by the Clippers mm-hmm. if it's a 2-7 matchup. Uh who are you who are you the least confident in of the playoff teams you picked?
1: I mean any of the bottom three East teams I picked.
2: Yeah, bottom three West teams. I feel the same way. Where it's like, if the Spurs won like forty games, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And they gave they they guaranteed another year for Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, so I'm congratulations, really, Corbin Smith.
1: <laughs> I'm really not confident in the Nets, though, actually, at all.
2: No. Um, no.
1: And I There's love a good blow. It just feels. Like a, I'm not. Well, actually, I take that back. You know what? I am the least confident in my Golden State Warriors, yeah, pick, yeah, yeah. but I'm sticking with it. Oh, no, uh, you
2: can't! You can't.
1: I yeah. had them going over, so I have to stick with it. But boy, yeah. I just have to keep telling myself they just have to beat the bad teams, and then Steph gets hot for five games. They're not supposed to win, right? So that's right, basically right. how they get there. But man, it, does it look rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Sean, I want you to give me one more prediction. This is okay. a show that's not about basketball.
2: That's true. And the that's
1: last true. couple of the last couple of uh, episodes, we've been talking mostly about basketball. I mean, I guess Which we is... talked about a lot about musicians today, but.
2: But honestly, that's a little bit gross, right?
1: Yeah, I want you Do to mean... give me a prediction for a storyline. That you think is going to happen
2: this season? Okay, I think. Hold on, let me. F- I, I made a couple notes about this. So, um, well, I mean, I've. I think I already predicted that I thought Steph would break his own three-point record. That has uh, to do
1: with basketball. These are not the oh yeah non, I want. non I want,
2: basketball things. Yeah, okay. I
1: want you know, uh, fucking boiling oh, shit. Oh, oh, here you we go. Here I mean? we
2: go. This I think is going to happen. Dame Lillard has a rap battle with Lonzo Ball. Mm, not bad. Like, there's there's no other rapper trying to test himself. And, you know, I feel like they might be kind of battling for a playoff seed. Uh, and, you know, Lonzo's had his own rap battle with Kal Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just makes sense.
1: Uh, Mine is, I think Kyrie Irving is going to start his own line of CBD beverages. Oh,
2: that's pretty good.
1: Right? Seems like it's going to happen, eventually. Um, alright, I'm jacked and juiced, just like our man Jim Boylan for this season.
2: Yeah, but it's time for us to clock out, I think.
1: It sure is. Sean, anything you have to plug?
2: Eh, no, just, uh... If you're in the Bay, New Year's shows at Cobbs, December 29th, 30th, and December 31st.
1: Um, great. Uh, as for me, um, first off, follow us on Twitter as a podcast at roundrockpod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod or call us on the phone. I want to my New Year's re- my new season's resolution. I want to hear from more listeners this year in voicemail form. So Joey, call us on the phone.
2: We hit a milestone uh, today, actually. Oh yeah, we got our first spam call to the Google Voice number.
1: Oh, tight.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> um or or one of us actually is getting investigated by the IRS. I don't know.
1: Oh no. Uh, as for me. I can tell it's going to be a good season because yesterday Frankie Muniz tweeted a classic Frankie Muniz tweet. Yes. Just this is the genre of Frankie Muniz tweet I got into Frankie Muniz Twitter for. Always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on October 23rd I tweeted, What do you know? Another knee injury. Who am I, <laughs> Derek
2: Rose?
3: Oh my God! <laughs> I bet they're personal
2: friends, too. <laughs> he, Sheriff Joe, and Derrick Rose.
1: Uh, <laughs> Sean, did you write a song?
2: I did. Look, this one isn't great, but it is a Luka Doncic song, and <laughs> oh. that's the most important thing. It's about it's about their first game of the season, and it's called Beel Shove.
1: Great. Uh, that's playing under us right now. Trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Thank you so much to the listeners of this show. It really means a lot. Uh, yeah, you guys
2: are great. I think we're both very emotional today.
1: We are. Um, we'll talk about that when I can get the audio of The Reason We Are next episode. But uh, shut it down. Let's have a great basketball season.
3: They are matched up in the fourth because his Smith kept getting burned. Isaac Bonga couldn't stop him, and Davis has got turned. They were searching for someone who could limit Luka D. The Wizards made a run, and then things got a bit chippy. Beal Shove, double technicals for a Beal Shove. Top out from the referee, shove. Lucas got to ignore the shove. The game was just a blowout, but the Wizards made her run. While down south, Marvin Bagley got his ass kicked by the Suns. The wreck rejected Bradley just because he raised his hand. Then Luca hit Pozingus and he got a monster jam. Beal shove. It barely was a real show. Something to generate hot takes Beal Shove. Luca's too big to move after a Beal Shove. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. But do you know us who has a J? Luka Doncic baby. Hold up.